shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. That is right. What is good, fam? Welcome to episode 2121 of the Human Hope Podcast with your host, that's me, Carlos Enrique Guadalajara Guzman and Chibol Cabello, or Los for short. 21. We're legal. I got myself a little glass of bourbon in my left hand, the microphone in my right hand, because we're partying. We're 21. 21 episodes in and I'm just so freaking grateful that you guys tune in every single week, not knowing what you're gonna get. You're gonna get Carlos teaching about something. You're gonna get an interview with a random person. You're gonna get an interview with his wife. You're gonna get uh, you guys calling in. The, the shows. There's no rhyme or reason to this besides just giving hope to all of humanity. That is the goal, and that is why today. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Today, I, I did something. Oh man. I did something yesterday. Well, first of all, no, I did something last night. I decided on a brand new topic of the podcast yesterday around four and then just said, you know, let's just create a podcast that thousands of people are going to listen to um, the day before it comes out. Now, why in the world would I do that? Because I don't have a team of people, still don't have a team of people. Okay. I know I've been teasing for 21 weeks that I'm going to hire an editor. I just can't find an editor that can make it sound as good as me. Is that like, is that like, uh, like, is that an ego thing? No, I just like, I know what this thing can sound like and I want it to sound good. And it's just kind of like my baby. Like I like to paint to like, like editing this podcast is like painting. It's like art for me. So that's why I'm still doing this. But because I still edit my own podcast, I had the availability to be sitting here at my desk at 11, 13 PM on Wednesday evening. And know that I'm going to have a podcast up in three hours. Why? Well, because I'm editing it. But let's get to the point. 
because it's been two minutes and 13 seconds of me not getting to the point. The point is the reason why I'm recording this again the night before is because something happened today. That if you follow me on Instagram, if you're part of the Insta Familia, you saw a miracle happen. You you saw something happen that I am still emotionally exhausted from. From the exhilaration. Today, I, w- I actually right now I'm supposed to be in Jonesboro, Arkansas, I think, or Jonestown, Arkansas, or something, Arkansas. Anyway, I'm supposed to be speaking tonight at an event, but the event got canceled because there was a COVID breakout. Tons of people got COVID, so they canceled the event. And I'm like bummed, right? I'm like, jeez, this sucks. I'm going to lose out on all that money. I got to go home. But whatever. I mean, I guess it'll be good. I can like see my wife and my new puppy. My kids are all out of town. So Uh, whatever. So I, I, I get on my flight from Dallas to Atlanta and then Atlanta to Nashville because I'm a Delta guy, right? So if you're a Delta guy, you're, you're basically an indentured servant to Atlanta. Like you have to go through there all the time. So I'm in Atlanta and normally my MO when I'm in Atlanta, if I have longer than a 15 minute layover is I go to a Delta Sky Club, right? Like I pay, I pay the money every year. So I may as well go get my free drink, get my free food and just relax. Even if I just have to pee, I'm gonna go up in there and pee because I paid for it. I paid for that bathroom. So I'm on my way. I get off in the A terminal, excuse me, in the B terminal. No. Yes, get off in the B terminal. And my new gate is the A terminal. So I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to go. So like I'm on Instagram. You guys see me on Instagram. I'm like um, one of the like tunnels underneath the airport in Atlanta has like all this rainforest cafe looking stuff above you. And I'm like, hey, I'm in the rainforest. I'm not heading to Jonesboro, Arkansas for my speaking event, though. That's a bummer. I got to go home. Yada, yada. You see me walking there. Then I go up the escalator, the same escalator. Well, not the same one because this wasn't going up, but the escalator that, yes, my wife broke her arm on four months ago, three months ago, whenever that was. So I get up and I'm walking towards the Sky Club, B18 Sky Club. And something in me was like, you know what? You don't want, you don't want Sky Club food. You want some Chick-fil-A. There's no Chick-fil-A in the A terminal, but there is in the B terminal. So I just started walking towards the Chick-fil-A because man, something in me just wanted that chicken biscuit, some hash browns and some chicken minis. Yes, I, I get two entrees. So I'm about to get in line, but then I see it. Now remember, it's like 10, 10 a.m., there's a man playing the piano. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. It's, it's like early, right? You think a piano player, like, you know, late afternoon dinner. So, you know, I'm looking and I'm like, ain't nobody paying attention to him. So I walk over to him and uh, kind of smile at him. He smiles at me and he's playing good, man. I mean, this guy's playing good. He's been around, been around a minute. So I, I, I actually, I, or, I go back up and I order my Chick-fil-A and I sit down and I'm like, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to. Hang out, listen to this guy. I'm not going to the Sky Club. I just want to listen to this guy. Well, man, his, what was coming out of this guy was so positive and just so life-giving that I didn't want to leave. And I had a two-hour layover. Well, maybe it was like an hour and a half. And by this point, I had about 45 minutes left. So I decided to sit there. And then about 30 minutes before I left, so after 15 minutes, I think to myself, well, you know what? Nobody's giving this guy a tip. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I've seen, uh, I've seen a couple ones and one five. So maybe he's gotten like $13 over the course of 15 minutes. And so I was like, I'm going to give him a tip, but I didn't have any cash. So I went up to him and I was like, Hey, do you have Venmo? 
And he's like, no, I just have cash app. And I was like, oh, I think I, I think I have cash app. I was like, all right, cool. So, but he was just super happy. And so I, I dropped him 50 bucks. I was like, look at me, give the, give the man something. He can go take his wife out on a date. Right. Unless she's my wife and she wants to go to Rolf and daughters, which we went to tonight and it was not $50. So I digress. I give him the 50 bucks. I cash app him the 50 bucks. And then I was like, why, why did I not think of the sooner? Why am I not inviting the Insta Familia to tip this guy? So I got on there and I said, hey, we got 30 minutes. I'm going to collect through the Cash App and Venmo as much money as we can in 30 minutes. And then I'm going to tell this man what we're going to tip him. <laughs> and so my heart was pounding, right? I'm super excited. And he's just playing his heart's content. He's just laughing. He's having a good time. He don't care if anybody's tipping him. He really don't care. So then he came over because, you know, he saw me filming him and he's like, hey, so we talked for a little bit. I found out a little bit about him. Then he went back and played some more. Then he came over and talked a little bit more. And then he, and I'm like, man, I really like this guy. So we, we like became homies. Then I had about five minutes before I had to leave. So I was like, hey, 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 uh, Tony, come back over here. So we stopped playing in the middle of a song. And, oh, well, no, I'll tell you, you can go on Instagram to watch it. I was going to play a clip here. I'm not going to do that. I said, hey, um, I just need to let you know that I, I've been filming you, like live streaming you on Instagram, not live streaming, but putting you on my story. And I had my Instafam give, put some money together, give you a big tip. And I actually asked him what's the biggest tip he'd ever gotten. He said 600 bucks. And this, this is a, a podcast that's, I try to keep it sensitive for little ears. So I won't play his reaction when I told him, I need to let you know that I'm, about to give you $10,000. <laughs> oh, <laughs> his face. But trust me, listen, I know some of you guys aren't on Instagram. Just for this story alone, I put it in a highlight and I also made it an IGTV. So it's not going to disappear. Wherever you are, whatever, I don't, maybe you're listening to this in like 2029. 20, Go back if Instagram still exists. Find at Loswit, L O S W H N T. Find my IGTV where I give the piano player, a $10,000 tip. So of course he's shook, right? He doesn't know what to do. He's shook. And I hug him and I kind of grab his hand. And I actually, I, I don't know if you guys realize, like I was like holding his hand, like, like he was my dad. There was just something about holding that black hand that has been through more than mine has. Oh man, I was getting emotional. And I just, I just said, Hey, you deserve this. And he's like, who are you? Oh, that was the other thing that was funny. Um, I said, you know, they, they tipped you, you know, $10,000. He goes, who are they? Right? Who are they? Exactly. Who are they? It's the Insta Familia. We don't play. We don't come to play. So, you know, I cash app him as much as I can. The limit lets me. And then from there, I uh, just give him a hug. He, you know, is, I mean, he's speechless. And I get on my plane. And I fly home. And by the time I land, I think it was at $20,000. And then a few hours later, it was at $30,000 because I decided to leave it up. I was going to take it off my story. I'm like, no, let's give this man a bigger tip. As of right now, we are at $57,000. <laughs> Deja vu. Have I, have I done this podcast already? Did I already talk about the fact that you guys gave $220,000 to Brooklyn to Alaska? Did, did we, did we talked about that already? Yeah. We have. And I did the math and the Insta Familia has actually donated over half a million dollars 
to causes or individuals in need over the last six months. I mean, this is this is what it's about. This is how we become better humans. There's, you know, there's actually science that shows like serotonin levels in your brain balance when you give. Like give that's why it feels so good. Like, like, because we were created to give. We were created to be part of community. Giving is part of community. Giving is something that we're supposed to do. And it just, it does feel so much better than receiving. It does. It just does. And I love that I can simply be a conduit between you guys and the individual organization where you guys can give. And I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep finding people. So here's here's the deal, though. Um, When I, when I got home, um, I texted Tony and I said, Hey, what would you think if, if you were on my podcast? Like, could I zoom you right now? He said, absolutely. I said, excuse me. He said, absolutely. I said, you can, you can. He said, yeah. And my wife's here. <gasps> Friends, I need you to buckle up your seatbelts because we, we, you actually think you're going to get a lot from Tony, but you get a lot more from Mickey, his wife. Now, and not, not more. Tony speaks a lot, but what I love about it is Mickey can't help herself, but praise her husband in public. They are blown away. And right here on the podcast, he thought that all he was getting was $10,000. He was blown away. He was still crying from that. And I let him know right at the beginning. I said, Hey, Oh, by the way, I need to let you know. Uh, I just checked my Venmo and you're not getting just a $10,000 tip. I think at this point it was a 44,000. So I said, you're going to get a $44,000 tip. And I wish you could see it again. I'll put it on my Instagram later today or whenever you're listening to this, you guys can see the video. Uh, but I have video of when I told them that on the podcast, but you're going to get to hear it yourself. So enough from me. I want you guys to sit back. I think it's about 30 minutes long and just enjoy um, this just very intimate look into a man that was a stranger to me and just playing the piano at an airport this morning. And now He's become a close friend. Like I, like I, I'll, we've texted all day long. Even like I don't know, twenty minutes ago, we're texting, and um, he's got some wise words, and he's been through it. You're gonna hear kidney failure, kidney disease, dialysis, losing his job because of his health, literally dialysis every night. Okay, enough. Let's get to Tony and Mickey and the human hope they give to us. Here we go. Can you hear me now? Hey, hey, yeah. hey. Yeah, I can. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, I'm old, so I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, you're all good. You're all good. <laughs> I can hear you. I can hear you already. So that's good. My brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still overwhelmed, man, at that meeting today. Hey, listen, listen. Uh, the Lord ordains things for people. And, you know, he uh, he ordained that meeting. Obviously, uh, yeah, because that doesn't just happen. I need I need to tell you what the updated total of of tips are that people have given. Okay, so just listen. All right, I just I need you to. Hey, is that your beautiful wife? That's Mickey. <laughs> that's Mickey. Is he blind? He's beautiful. <laughs> oh, come on, that's beautiful. Hi, how are you? You're you. you You've married a, a saint of a husband. He's special. He's Tell been me. special a long time. Yeah, I'm special. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Now, okay, so listen. 
So listen, I need you to pay attention because I just looked in my I just looked in my Venmo account right now, and I need to let you know that <laughs> I don't know how to say this. <laughs> listen, you ready? Yes. Forty five thousand oh dollars. <laughs> Oh my gosh. $45,000. Who are just, these wonderful people? Just oh for you. Gosh. Just for you. Just for this you. This is a special, special I, man. I, I promise you. I told you when we met five seconds after I had met you. Yeah. I cuss a lot. Yeah. And I want to cuss right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Carlos. Oh, Carlos. You've taken my breath away. Well, Carlos. listen, I, I just, I, you know, when I saw you today as I was going by, I, I almost went to the Delta Sky Club, okay? I'm a, I'm a Delta Diamond. I fly every week. I'm, uh, I'm traveling around, you know? And so I normally, I'm like, man, I want to go up there. I want to get my free drink. I want to hang out. And something in me, and I call that something in me the Holy Spirit, okay? I'm just, I'm just telling you what it is. Something in me said... No, go to Chick Fil A, and I'm like, man, I don't, I don't need no more Christian chicken. I'm done, right? <laughs> Christian chicken, <laughs> right? So, That's the mustard, so please. okay, okay. So I walk over, but then I hear this beautiful music, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what? I'm like, what? And I look over there, and it's not just beautiful music, brother. You were playing with everything inside of you. You were yeah. swaying. You had that Ray Charles thing going. You were <laughs> all in. And I said, I need to listen to this man. And then as I'm listening to you, your joy was infecting me. And I just knew what it was time to do. It was time to get my, I called it the Insta Familia. That's my Instagram followers. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I said, I said, let's see what we can't do for this brother. Um, four weeks ago, I was in Alaska with an organization called Brooklyn to Alaska, where we take inner city kids from Brooklyn that have never been to the wilderness and we take them to Alaska. Oh, and yeah. in 20 and in 24 hours for that organization, my Instagram raised Two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Oh my god! And, and it's it's just what we do. And so I normally don't oh. do this just for people, but I was like, there was something about you. I knew, I knew there was a reason, and I knew that God had placed you in my path for yes, a reason. Sir. And as of right now, there is forty-five thousand oh dollars <laughs> that is going to be going into your Venmo account oh, over the next two weeks. Stop it! Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) He has had, he probably didn't tell you, but a really tough week. Well, why it's don't you tell me? Why don't you tell it's me? It's been a tough week. Yeah, he's he's uh, struggling with some water weight around his ankles, and that's okay. always problematic when you're diabetic. And he's a I dialysis patient. Yeah, and um, but he soldiers through it. You'd never know it. He shows up every day. Tony never misses a day of work. He loves his music. He loves his fans. Oh, uh, he's a soldier. He's a hey, listen, soldier. Here's the thing is, Tony, you got 178,000 new fans. <laughs> you should, you oh, should be reading. You have so many good warriors like that. Oh, oh Carl, man. What an amazing you, gift. Carlos. God bless what you, What an amazing gift. You were supposed to drop by today. I was. I was. I was yeah. supposed to. And, yes, uh, and 
And, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, the thing is, is that I sat Tony down before I even thought about doing the Venmo thing. And I, uh, I just wanted to hear your story, you know, like I just knew that you had a story uh, and, and he started to share his story. But unfortunately, the, the audio that I captured in the airport wasn't good enough. And I was like, I'm not going to let this man disappear off the face of this earth without people getting to hear all the goodness that he was oh, telling yeah. me. He was yeah. dropping gold nuggets left and right. And, uh, and so, you know, what I love is I just, I see 42 years of marriage in front of me right now. And oh, I mean, Lord. if there, if, if there is anything that I see right now, it is a husband and a wife that have made a decision that you have made a decision to love each other. Cause you guys know love ain't a feeling. It's a decision. And exactly. this, and, and, and yeah. what I see right now, the emotion, Tony, in your eyes, the joy in your beautiful <laughs> wife's eyes. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm just so glad. I'm just so glad that I've found you guys because my parents live in Atlanta now, which means that we're going to be friends. Oh, right. absolutely. 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 Open invitation. Okay. Absolutely. Can you also- do it all 180,000? Okay. <laughs> let's all, let's all and then Tony will do also, a concert. Can you yes. also, can you also see the fear that I was telling oh. you about? <laughs> Did he tell you he was afraid of me? <laughs> he said, "I said, I said, Tony, how you been? How you been uh, married so long?" He's like, "I'm just afraid of her. <laughs> I'm scared of her." <laughs> you no, know, but he is so special, Carlos. You picked a really good one. Thank you, and thank, thank you, all man. of your your supporters. And that spirit yeah. of love is palpable. He was telling me about you yeah. guys talking, and he's got a really nasty potty mouth. So you soldiered yeah. through that yeah. to hear his incredible thought- story. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. He also said that, you, that you're like a princess. He yes. said you're like a Disney princess, and there's not there's not a potty word that comes out of your mouth. So, <laughs> well, let's let's, uh, let's let's and let's dive in, are, Tony. All our words are like this long, and I yeah, know. I know. Yeah, yeah they're so something. smart. I can tell that is an educated lady behind oh, you. So, let, let's hop in here for just a few minutes, and let me get a little bit of your story, Tony, if you don't mind. You told me that you grew up in a family of musicians. Tell us a little bit about, about growing up. Uh, I think you said maybe it was your parents that played. There was a piano was somewhere. Yes, okay, tell dad, me. My dad played, my aunt played, and there was always a piano in the house. And I just, I was always drawn to it. And I started playing at five. At five and years first, old? Yeah. At five years old. Now, now, did your siblings also play? No. They're smart. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> my siblings can fix anything mechanical, can fix oh. anything electrical. I can just do music. Oh, I love it. I can't fix a thing. Well, no, you know what you fix with music is you fix people's souls is what you fix. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you had your beautiful wife coming behind. Tell me your wife's name again. Mickey. Like Mickey. Mickey. Mouse. Yep. Mickey. I see Mickey keeps hopping in here, shaking her head like a good wife would making sure that everybody knows, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, 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 so go ahead. So, so you start playing the piano at five. When did you, when did you feel like this was this man, this is something that's actually in me. And this is something that I want to actually do for a living. Well, that came along around age 14 because I always loved playing the piano, but at 14, I started looking at girls (laughs) (laughs) and they always wanted the athletes. And I can't play sports, but I learned that athletes were seasonal, and I am year round. There I we go. Whatever they want. Woo! I love that. So that's that's when I wanted to do it for a living. When when 
Oh, I can get girls. Oh, oh you okay. Yeah. Oh, they they really like they really like that minor chord. Okay, so fourteen, you start playing when. Um, yeah, and then, and, and then uh, after high school, I I studied music at Tennessee State. I was under the tutelage of Carol Stone. Carol Stone. TSU. Yeah. And, uh, now, now we're talking Nashville. Now you're talking about my town. Now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. You got you got some members. Did you ever play up and down Broadway? I need to know. Up on Broadway? No, I played at uh, Broad Street Exit. Oh, you did? Exit. What is it? No, Exit In. Exit, exit in. in. Exit in. Oh, I know Exit In. Okay. Okay. It's still around, man. It's Oh, man. It is It is still around. So you're in Nashville. Um, you're studying music. And then take us, take us into kind of your 20s. And you had a you had such a rich story that you told me earlier today, just about yeah. uh, kind of what you were doing in your twenties in Atlanta when you moved to Atlanta, and how kind of music changed you. Sure, when I moved to Atlanta, I was working uh, for the Impressions, uh, the singing group. Uh, after tour with touring with them in in Japan and Germany, I came back to Atlanta and was uh, on tour with. Uh, Brick, the, okay. the the band with the big song Dads. Let's go, everybody, go on and dance if you want. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, don't stop. That's good. You did take me back. <laughs> then I started working clubs in Atlanta, all over the place in the eighties. Lord have mercy. Okay, so they, like, like you can say that, you can say working clubs, but this is a podcast. I need the listeners to know what exactly that meant. Getting to work bright and early at 10 o'clock at night. Oh. And going from 10 to 4 in the morning. Wow. Every night for about 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah. And then the cruise ship business came along. And I was offered a job working cruise ships. Hey, hang, on, hang on, hang on. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm rewind you real quick. I'm a, you, you don't give credit enough to your story. This is why I'm a podcast interviewer because I want to dig deep for a second. While you're while you're living in in Atlanta doing the club thing, right? You are um, you 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 told me that you had kind of like a life wake up moment. That you had a moment when when you're like at the clubs and you started maybe getting in the scene a little bit more than you wanted to get into the scene, and oh, you started yeah. to see your life slipping. So talk to us about that because yes. I think it's an important, in the 80s, important part of your story. In the eighties, cocaine was prevalent. Yeah, and I went through that phase. And the wake-up moment was after about 10 years of partying and drugging all night, uh, I found myself at the front door with my keyboard under my arms going to Pawnee mm. so I could continue. Getting, and that's when God slapped me and said, sit, jump, down. Mm. And uh, I have been 40 years clean since. Wow, forty years. Yeah, and so, working on ships saved my life as well. Okay, so situation. T- tell us about that journey. So you're working on ships. How did you end up on a cruise ship? Well, a friend of mine uh, had a job already on the ship, and his piano player uh, couldn't do the rest of the job, the contract. So he asked me if I could finish it for him, and I said, sure. And he flew me down to Miami, and I walked on to Royal Caribbean. <laughs> eleven years later, I was still doing it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What 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 was your typical week or day like on a on a cruise ship? 
Well, I had the right job because I only work at night. Okay. And so every port we went to, I could enjoy all the ports, all the beaches, all the restaurants, everything. And uh, in that travel, like 11 years, I got to go to 87 countries. 87 so, countries. It was quite the experience. Yeah. Wow. That is that is amazing. So so you, you were playing in the evenings. Uh, I mean, you, that sounds like the dream job. I don't know about you, but it, it sounds to me like job. that's. Yeah. It was a dream job. And then oh, wow. my wife, the way we did it, I'm gone for four months at a time. And yep. the last week of the contract, wherever I was, she would fly there and cruise with me and bring me home. Okay. So she got to see quite a few places too. Oh man, well that's good. That's good. I, I know. Well, you know, it's this is amazing because I, I see you guys at the beginning of this. You know, when she came on camera, just the love that you guys have for each other. But yet, you know, you, you're gone. You were gone for four months in a row. You know, you guys were. You know, this was again. This it's not like this is 2021 where there's FaceTime. You know, right. T- talk to us about how how did you guys keep your love strong in those seasons when you had to be apart? <coughs> well, we had already been. Well, married. I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> yes, <laughs> come on. the queen has arrived. That's, but that's an appropriate question. No, it was it was funny because I love him, <laughs> but but I I I enjoyed the the solitude. <laughs> yeah, she wanted my ass out of house. I would pack like three weeks before he'd have to go. <laughs> Make sure you don't leave anything, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> but we are wired that way. I think this, yeah. this marriage this union was probably divined in the heavens. Yes. I don't know. It just it just worked. It's not for everybody because he's yeah. gone a lot. And you got to be okay with that because he yeah. loves his music and he loves to travel. And I was well, concerned about telling her I would have to be gone for four months. And when I told yeah. her, <laughs> all right. You taking this? <laughs> what an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! I love no it! Problem. I love it! No I, I love it! No, that is prayer. That is, that is prayer. Faith. Lots, lots of prayer. Lots of prayer. Lots of prayer. And and it sounds like lots of trust as well. Oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no, you got to have that. Now. You have to. Oh, you got never. Yeah, you do. Right. You do. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Okay, so and we have so a you good get support off, system. You do. What? Well, tell me a little bit about your support system. What's that look like? Wow. Tony and I were the first ones to move to Atlanta from Illinois, um, right out of college from um, Nashville. I think he told you about our Nashville connection. And since then, I think who came first? My mother has moved here. Um, Then my brother, then his sister and another one of his brothers. All right. We got four nieces here now. (laughs) So it's expanded. We had and we have a host of great Great friends. Tony's oh, got a wow. fan base that is so loyal. Anything he needs at all. He wants to take a day off. There's musicians that will line up to make oh. sure his thing is covered. He doesn't Let's lose go. anything. So it's phenomenal. Yeah, and then there's Carlos. And his, <laughs> his legion of 180,000 kind-hearted love yeah. you. So therefore, yeah. they're transferring that love to right. us That's kind right. of individuals. Because they don't yeah. know Tony. No, they know his no. story. It's a familiar yeah. story, but it's not unique. There's a lot of right. people in his in his position, you know. Yeah. But don't get me started. Oh no, I get, I get, I love it. So full. I'm so, I'm just, I'm, I'm on. You know, you know, it's so, it's so, and you guys get this. Um, to to receive is it is you know sometimes 
sometimes we can get in a place in a position where we don't feel like we deserve it. Like, cause there's always and somebody else. Right? I don't, it's hard to receive this. Yeah. No, I know. Tony. So I need to tell you something. Okay. I need to let you know something. It is, it's so hard to believe that we, because there's always somebody else that needs something more, right? Always there. Exactly. But, but here's always. the thing that you can't play that game because what ends up happening is there's always going to be somebody else for the somebody else for the somebody yeah. else. And so like, like it's a never ending story. So what we have to yes. do is look in the mirror and say, you know what? Yeah. Lord have mercy. I actually deserve this. And I'm yeah. here to tell you that you actually deserve this. Not because, not because you are any better than anybody else, but you deserve this because you were chosen today to have an inspired divine encounter with me and my, yes. my people and, and, and so you deserve this. And so I need you to know somebody gives a dollar 50, someone yes. else, someone actually gave, there was a little kid that gave 50 cents to Tony today. Yes. It was on my Venmo. Yes. It said, it yes. said 50 cents. Okay. <laughs> and so, so it's thousands of people given a tiny little bit and, and now you're just and part of the army, bro. You're in the family that's now. It. Like you're part, you're part, and you text me. This is what I love what Tony texted me. Tony, you said, let me see my text here. I'm going to read it for everybody to hear. You said, after you set up your Venmo, you go, um, now how do I join your movement of hope? I want to be part of this community to help other people. Because Absolutely. it's in you. It's in you, bro. Like, it's in you. And I, and I know that you want to give. And here's it the thing. You get is. to, you know, you, you get to keep giving, um, giving away as well. So that, that's my little sermon for you, bro. I, I need you to not, I need you to not feel like you don't deserve it because you do deserve it. And I, I am... More than anything, more than the forty something thousand dollars, I'm just grateful that I got a new friend. Oh, <laughs> stop it, man! It's mutual, Carlos. God bless. It, it is mutual, man. I don't know how they could be any cuter. Does anybody else just want to grab them and squeeze their faces? That would be awkward, but they're just so precious. Uh, good news: we're not done with the interview. We're halfway there. So much more goodness and wisdom is going to become dripping out of this conversation in just a second. But before we go there to finish it, we're going there. My friend Bianca has a podcast called We're Going There, and her third season just launched. Listen, she's an author. She's a speaker. She's a leader. Bianca Juarez Oltoff invites guests to discuss relevant topics affecting all aspects of life. From relationships to race relations, faith to fashion, the conversations will leave you with practical tips, fun ways to talk about tough topics, and stories with amazing people to impact your life. So listen, no topic is off the table, and Bianca's faith is always at the center and the forefront of the conversation. So, just like a podcast titled, we're going there. If you want to find out more about Bianca, head to BiancaOltoff.com. That's O-L-T-H-O-F-F.com. Episodes release every Thursday. Please Human Hope family, go subscribe to her podcast. Give her some human hope love. All right, friends. Now, back to our new friends, Tony and Mickey. Here we go. It is mutual. I'm I mean, I'm just speechless. I'm catatonic. I just, I don't have the words. I don't have the words. Oh, man. And I would like for you to dismiss her because I'm scared to. So ah. you can go now. <laughs> yeah, because I got a couple more questions for Tony. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I know you're scared of, I'm, I'm, I'm just as scared of my wife in certain situations. Okay. Um, she can drop an elbow on me. So, okay. So talk to us a little bit about 
you, you were explaining to me about about kidney disease. I actually hadn't really, um, yeah. I, I wasn't familiar with it. And you you were telling me because I was like, so how often do you do this? Tell us a little bit about what your what your life looks like now while you're playing music, but then you're also kind of fighting this thing on the side. Well, that's the reason I had to come off the ships because I could no longer pass the physicals that's required for each country. And I learned that I had kidney disease and then it got worse and worse until I had no function. And at that point you have to go on dialysis because your kidneys clean your blood. And that's, so that's what kidneys do. So for those of us that don't know, kidneys clean your blood. And without that, the toxins in your body will poison your body and everything goes wrong. Everything because the kidneys affect every part of your body. And uh, how did you know you were sick? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know until I wow. had my physical. No way. Have my physical. Yeah. Because there was no pain. There was no discomfort. And uh, it was the numbers that showed my problem. And when I went to see my doctor, he told me that I need to go on dialysis immediately or I wasn't going to make it. Wow. And, and so I chose peritoneal dialysis okay. where I have a tube running in my stomach okay. that, that puts a solution into me and takes it out, puts it in, takes it out all night long for eight hours, eight to nine hours. All night long. And so every single night you do dialysis and you'll have to do that the rest of your life? Yes. Unless now, I get a kidney transplant. Okay. So talk to me, talk to me about that. You'd mentioned that earlier in the airport today about, I think maybe you said you kind of decided to not go that route for a certain reason. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a shelf life to organs that transplant. Okay. You have one, you're going to have another one because they last anywhere from two to five to 10, maybe even 20 years. Okay. But you will have another one. Okay. And so since the peritoneal dialysis is working for me right now, um, I'm staying with it until I can't do it anymore. Yeah. But for right now, it's it's a little inconvenient a lot of times, but uh-huh. it's something you have to do. And and I was telling you the reason yeah. I'm so thankful and so happy is because not what I'm dealing with, but what I'm not dealing with. Mm. I'm not dealing with cancer. I'm not dealing with a whole lot of heart trouble or anything like that that could be deadly as not having kidneys. And this is can be handled. Right now. Wow. And, uh, you know, technology is only going to get better. So I'm, I'm thankful, man, every day. Yes. <laughs> that's my testimony. That is I'm your testimony. Crazy. Hey, listen, listen, that, that's what it says. People, people are moved by other people's testimony. Uh, and your testimony is something fierce and something strong. Um, Tony, I am. Um, you know, we, we've been we've been in a season. Let's just be honest. In a season over the last year and a half, as a country and a planet, where it's hard to see the good in humanity, right? It's hard to see it's, it's the hope, man. It's tough because everybody <laughs> everybody's yelling at each other. Everybody's arguing about this or that or this or that. And um, and today, uh, we saw humans come together. We saw humans that voted for different yeah. people come together. We saw humans that, and they all came together for good. Talk to me about the hope that that today has given you. Well, I think I remember saying I didn't have hope in you. You you actually said that today. You told me that before this happened. 
Yes. And it's because I hadn't experienced it mm. until today. Wow. And yes, I have open humanity there. There are a lot of more people out there good than are not. And for total strangers to do what they did for me today, that's humanity. Mm. <coughs> so, yes, I do have hope in humanity now. Yeah. I've wow. seen it. I've touched it. <laughs> I've met it. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. Let's go, man. Um, well, the the podcast is called Human Hope. That's, that's what the podcast is called, literally, Human Hope. And, um, you know, what I love, I just love, love seeing the uh, – the circumference of what hope looks like. Like you gave me hope by touching my heart and playing those keys. Like God has only created you to play those keys. And that hope in turn, I started playing, filming you. I put it on my Instagram, you know, 70,000 people saw have seen it so far and they're, they're moved by hope and now they want to give you the hope back. And so, you know, I just, I think it's true when you give, when you give, it comes back tenfold. It just does. I want to be a part of this community, man. Well, you're in now. You ain't, you ain't got, you yeah. got like, you're a card carrying member. Yes. I, I want this. notifications every <laughs> five minutes. Every, I want to know who we going to help today. <laughs> Let's go. Well, this is what you got. I don't know if you have Instagram, but we got to get you an Instagram account, bro. I do. It's Tony Piano, man. Well, I'm a right now, while we're on this, I'm going to follow you. Just, just T-O-N-E-E Piano Man. Yes. All one word. All one word. Okay, so are are you ready, Tony Piano Man? When I when I put you on my Instagram, for a lot of people to start following you and blessing you every day. <laughs> you know, I've got I've had Instagram for maybe two years. I've been on maybe three times. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to do stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna teach you. I'm gonna call you tomorrow. I'm we're gonna do a video chat, and I'm gonna show you exactly how to get on that thing because. That is where this community is living every single day and how we're blessing yeah. people, uh, you know, a few times a month. So I call my granddaughter for instruction. on how Okay, to do good, this. good, good, good. Your granddaughter will know. She'll know. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just Tony Piano Man. Yes. Tony Piano Man. Tony, any, any last words you'd like to say to the people that are listening to this? Because um, you're, you're just such a hope-filled, hope-filled human. And um, your story is going to touch so many people. Any, any last words of hope you'd like to offer? Uh, I would like to say those who are searching for hope know that there is always a way. And if you can be happy and make mm-hmm. others happy, you're going to have hope and you're going to receive hope and blessings. What I do every day blessed to do every day. When people say that they, they've been moved or touched, it ain't me, man. That's, that's the Lord moving through me. And, Let's go. And just be thankful for wherever you are in life. You heard it from the man himself. Tony V. Hey, man, I love you, brother. Thank you for this. I love you, man. Hey, Mickey! Mickey, get back in here. Yeah, done. We're saying goodbye. Bye, guys. Hey, so we nice love you. to meet you all. I love you all. <laughs> I promise to do my job and take real good care of this sweet, sweet man. You keep, you keep taking care of that sweet me. man. 
That's right. That's and we're right. Together, we're going to continue to make some noise with all of you. Let's hey, let's do. I I, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Absolutely. And Carlos, before I go, so did you know I'm not BSing? Yeah, yeah. And we got married. We just said I do. We turned around and walking out the church, and the first thing out of her mouth to me. Get off my train! I was she stepping off. She stepped on my train. Come on, really, really. I've been married two minutes. My my head gears all sideways and coming <laughs> off. I've been married two minutes, and I'm getting jumped on in church. Oh, oh. Love so much. That is so good. <laughs>Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Mickey. Um, honestly, I'm a little overwhelmed because, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think we thought that we were the ones that were, I don't know, rescuing them out of something, but I swear they've rescued something out of me. I'm so grateful, so grateful for every single one of you helping me bring them into our lives. We're not going to sit on this too long. I just want to thank you guys. And uh, I think that's it. I don't think there's any, any more words to say. See you guys next week.